0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is At The Helm Sports. I'm your host, Derek Helm. Thank you for joining me for episode 55. Please be sure to follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave a five star review. This week we will be diving into the divisional round matchups on DraftKings. Should be interesting. The wild card games were absolutely that. Some of them got pretty wild. I had a great Saturday. Some nice showdown lineups, and and the two-game slate was pretty good, but playing the full six-game slate did not work out too well for me. Actually lost a little bit of money, so hopefully we can do a little bit better this week, but... I think there's a couple ways you can go about this. You can either do the showdowns or the two-game slate on Saturday, or there's a two-game slate on Sunday. But I will be diving into each game if you want to do the full four-game slate. So a couple different ways to approach this. But if we dive right into it, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars heading to Kansas City. Kansas City is nine-point favorites at home. Have an over-under of 52 and a half. Actually, some pretty high over-unders this week in a lot of these games. So it's going to be interesting. Now, in this one, we do have to look at the weather. It looks like there could be some rain and possibly snow in Kansas City for this one. So definitely going to want to monitor that. Could make the field conditions a little bit sloppy. Maybe the ball a little bit slippery. So if it's really getting a little bit sketchy out there, might be... a reason to get away from this game but it actually might be a reason why some people get away and you might want to be on it if it gets a little bit lower owned. so just something to keep in mind but obviously in this one Patrick Mahomes $8,000 highest priced quarterback absolute stud he's a freak of nature and Kansas City really has kind of been playing with their food all season and just doing enough to, to win games but this is what they play for they're here for the playoffs so I do expect them to roll in this one I could see Jacksonville backdooring and, and covering the spread late but I do think Kansas City will will win the game but I, I love Mahomes obviously you pair him with Kelsey Kelsey's pretty expensive too at 7700 that is definitely the safest stack to go with there's some cheap pieces if you want to bring it back with Jacksonville on the other side you go with Zay Jones only 4700 Evan Ingram only 4300 you know those, those two will get a good amount of targets so pretty safe plays there and, and pretty cheap they'll probably be the more popular bring backs with Mahomes and Kelsey stacks Kirk's a little more expensive at 6,000 but I do like his upside a little bit more you know was kind of sketchy going through that game last week against the Chargers but he did come on late so I, I do like Kirk quite a bit here as far as the other pass catchers on Kansas City go you're kind of throwing a dart it's a little difficult to guess Juju's been quiet lately but at 5100 I don't see a lot of people really going there so if you wanted to play him in a Mahomes stack it actually could make some sense and get get you a little lower on piece Marquez Valdez scantling 3800 it is very cheap. But I do like Kadarius Tony quite a bit. I, I think he has some upside in this game, some touchdown possibilities. Only 4,100, not a bad price for him. So I will be sprinkling some of him in, in my Mahomes stacks. And I definitely think that you could play Trevor Lawrence as well because they're going to have to throw the ball quite a bit in this one. $6,000, not a bad price for him, and obviously tons of stacking options there with Kirk, Zay Jones, and Evan Ingram. We did see Marvin Jones score a touchdown last week, so $3,600 for him is also in play. You know, you could even possibly do a triple stack here and, and play Ingram and two of these wide receivers with Lawrence and, and bring it back with a Kelsey or – even a McKinnon, so I I think if you really do like this game, there are a number of pieces you could go, and if you wanted to just onslaught this and say that this is the game of the weekend, I actually do think that that is a viable strategy. I quickly touched on McKinnon. Obviously, he has been great, and and I do expect him to be quite popular at only $6,000, and for good reason. I mean, the guy has basically scored a touchdown in eight straight games, so Really can't fault anyone for going there. Just keep in mind that he probably will be pretty popular. And sorry about that. It was six straight games that he scored a touchdown and had nine touchdowns over those six games. So pretty impressive. Involved quite heavily in the red zone. Has some big play upside. So do like McKinnon a bit here as well. Probably all I'm really looking at in this is Kansas City defense I do think actually could be used as well if if you want to maybe just take a couple pieces of this game and say you know maybe the weather affects it a bit and it does get a little bit sloppy and not as high scoring as as you might want it to be so if you're not going to be heavy on this game I think you could go with the Kansas City defense next we have the night game Saturday night and that is the Giants heading to Philadelphia And Philadelphia is seven and a half point favorites at home, have an over under of 48. So this game is interesting. As Mike pointed out last week, you know, the divisional matchups in the playoffs can always be a little bit tricky, but I I do expect Philly to roll here. I just think that a lot of people have the Gardner Minshew experience in their mind. You know, Philly hasn't looked great recently, but Hertz was out for a couple games there, and they really haven't been rolling. So, you know, maybe they come out of the gates a little bit slow, but I do expect them to win this game. Hertz 7,600, absolutely love him. He will probably be my highest-owned quarterback. There are just so many ways for him to get there, and you can pair him with these wide receivers. A.J. Brown, 7,600. Devontae Smith, 7,200. They are both absolute monsters and have—, have been very productive this year AJ Brown averaging a ridiculous 17 yards per reception had the fourth most receptions in the league despite catching less than 90 balls so he's a big play waiting to happen and I think a lot of people actually don't realize how good of a season Devonte Smith had he had seven catches in his last three games finished the season with more catches than AJ Brown and actually had the ninth most receiving yards of any player. So had a very, very good year. And I definitely think that you could go to him as well. If you wanted to go to Goddard and one of these two, I definitely think that makes sense too. Goddard is only 4,500, which is a very good price for him and the role that he has in this offense. Or, I actually think if you really wanted to, you could get away with just playing Jalen Hurts naked and saying maybe, you know, he spreads it a lot around a little bit and does a lot more with his legs. And that could actually get you a little bit different from some people that are going to be on Hurts stacks. Just something to keep in mind there. I also love Miles Sanders. Now, he's been extremely up and down, but 5,700, I think, is a great price for him. If you wanted to pair him with the Eagles defense, I, I think. That's a possibility. So I'll I'll be playing some Sanders, but Hurts will definitely be my highest-owned quarterback. Now, Daniel Jones has been absolutely incredible. Now, more so against the Vikings. Obviously, some of his best games of the year were against the Vikings on Christmas Eve and and last week. But he he has looked good, and with the rushing upside at only 5,800, I do expect him to be very popular again. So definitely think he is in play here with a number of cheap wide receivers. We saw the big game from Hodgins last week. So even though Richie James was the most popular, I do expect Hodgins to be this week at 4900 which makes Richie James a, a pretty interesting play. Still the same price, only 3900 and should still be heavily involved. Had six targets last week. Slayton had a couple drops last week, but had an okay game and and we do know the big play upside is still there for him at 4200 so I do think that you could play any of those wide receivers and clearly Saquon Barkley is is the way that this offense is really going to be productive so 7900 for him not too bad either so if I'm playing hurt stacks I'm probably bringing it back with Barkley however if I'm going to double stack brown and smith with hertz it gets pretty expensive so i i do think that in that instance it makes more sense to go to some of these cheap receivers now i could see this being a little bit more lower lower scoring of a game compared to the other ones just because of the divisional aspect the fact that philly had the bye hasn't really been playing as as a unit as much so Maybe you make a case that this isn't a full onslaught game, but I will ha- actually have a couple lineups where I'm just going heavy, heavy Eagles. I'll play Hertz, Stax, and a Sanders and, and just basically not even play a Giant and just say that the the Eagles completely roll here. So I think that's a possibility and possibly a way to get a little bit different. Probably all I'm looking at, at in this game If I'm going with the Daniel Jones stacks, I do think that I would probably play one of these wide receivers and Miles Sanders. I I think that's the way I want to get there, because if I'm not playing Hertz, I'm probably hoping that Miles Sanders is doing a lot of the scoring and taking away from Hertz. So I I think that would probably make the most sense if I'm playing Daniel Jones stacks. Next, if we move to Sunday, we have the game that unfortunately never actually happened with Cincinnati and Buffalo. Obviously, that was the DeMar Hamlin situation. But I do think that this is going to be an interesting one. Probably have the least feel on this game of all the games. I could see Cincinnati winning. I could see Buffalo coming out here and destroying Cincinnati. So we have a five and a half point spread. The Bills are favored over under a 48 and a half. Cincinnati is dealing with a number of injuries on their offensive line so I do lean Buffalo here and for that reason I will actually play some Buffalo defense. You know I I think they could get some pressure on Burrow and it it could be interesting. So I lean Buffalo in this one. Love Josh Allen 7800 not a bad price for him pair him with Diggs, 7700 gabe davis after the game he had 4800 somehow that price doesn't go up so makes a ton of sense you could double stack those guys dawson knox basically has scored a touchdown in in every one of his games recently so 3800 for him don't know how much upside he has but at that price you don't really need upside if he's scoring a touchdown you're happy with it so i do love Allen double stacks I liked Singletary and Cook last week. I, th- I thought Buffalo would roll over Miami, but that clearly was not the case. So it's going to be interesting. I think I might sprinkle them in a little bit, but I don't know how much confidence I really have in them. Probably will be focusing more on the Buffalo pass catchers. As far as Cincinnati goes, Burrow's at a great price, 6500 You would have to think they're going to throw a lot, even... In a normal game, they throw a lot. So I, I think to keep up with Buffalo that that Burrow will be throwing quite a bit. Chase will obviously be the most popular, 7,800. But I love Higgins in this game. 5,800, we have seen a number of blow-up games from him. A lot of people are probably leaning the Chase side. So I, I think Higgins is, is a great play at 5,800 and kind of in, in a pricing range where I think people are going to go up or down or play Debo for pretty much the same price. So I, I love Higgins this week. I do think you could actually get a little sneaky with Boyd. 4000 not a bad price for him. Still getting a good amount of targets. And we do see some some touchdown upside from him every once in a while. And especially in a one-game sample, you, you could see him being outscoring Chase and Higgins. Probably not probable, but definitely possible. If you're just looking to complete your Burrow stacks, 3200 for Hayden Hurst, not bad definitely interesting there if you want to do some salary savings on a double stack joe mixon hasn't looked great but 6500 still has touchdown upside if you wanted to just do a skinny stack in this game maybe go digs and mixon i i i actually do like that quite a bit or even a gabe davis and mixon and just saying that's the bulk of the scoring that that's done here Or if you weren't going to play Burrow and you wanted to play maybe a Chase or a Higgins with Mixon, I think that's fine. So that's really what I'm looking at here, and definitely like that Buffalo defense as well. As far as we go into the last game, this one is probably going to be a little bit less popular, I would think, from all the games. Has the lowest over-under on the slate at 46, and San Francisco is favored by four. So Dallas, we just saw You know, Dak looked great on Monday night. And I don't know how great he's going to look against San Francisco, but they are absolutely not as good against the pass as they are the run. So, Tony Pollard, 6,100, I think is a great price. Zeke still has touchdown upside at 5,400. So, you could go to either one of them. I just worry a little bit about their upside against the San Francisco defense. But on a short slate, if there's not a lot of running backs that are really getting there, you know, they score a touchdown and get you some catches and, and some yardage. They, they could pay off. So I wouldn't completely refrain from playing them. I do like Dax Dax. Obviously pair him with Lamb and Schultz would probably be my preferred route. But Michael Gallup could bounce back here 3,800 not a bad price for him and I don't think anybody's going to be playing him so if you want it to get a little bit different I'm fine with that but I'd lean probably just Dak Lamb Schultz and then on the San Francisco side Brock Purdy 5,400 incredibly cheap for what he did last week obviously with these weapons he could have another game all he has to do is dump it off to any one of them and they could score a touchdown at any point Christian McCaffrey eight thousand dollars is really just too cheap for him I do expect him to be the most popular running back on the slate possibly even player on the slate and for good reason guy's an absolute monster gets plenty of targets and and has huge touchdown upside after the week Debo had fifty nine hundred ridiculous that they didn't increase his price at all and I, I see him being very popular and has huge play upside so I I think you could get away with a McCaffrey Debo and then bring it back with like a Pollard or Lamb in this game and just be on your way but I do think Brandon Ayuk is a little bit sneaky here too because a lot of people will go to Debo possibly even Kittle And Ayuk's been a little bit quiet lately, but we have seen blow-up games from him. And $5,000 is a great price for for what he can do. So I do like that. Kittle, 5,700. A little disappointing last week, especially with how terrible Seattle is against tight ends. But we know the big play upside that he possesses as well. So I do think he's viable. But he'll probably—I won't be too high-owned with him Dallas is pretty good against the tight end, so probably sprinkling in Kittle a little bit. He won't exactly be a staple in in my lineups, but as far as these two defenses go, I, I think you can actually play either one of them. I, I, I think Dallas is going to get some pressure here, and we have seen Dak throw a ton of interceptions, so... Not bad prices at 303300 so definitely think that they are both in play. That's really going to do it for this week. Obviously, short slate, only four games. Definitely would say that if you have access to ownership projections, you definitely want to check them out, especially on a short slate. It makes sense to just take stabs at, at low-owned guys and get as different as you possibly can. So I, I will definitely be doing that and... Really, really love the Hurt Stacks this week, and that's that's probably where the bulk of my focus is going to go. But if you would like, you could check out thehelmsports.com for my write-up. Everyone that has been asking about golf, we will be diving into that very, very soon. Possibly might even have a dual show next week because the AFC-NFC Championship, obviously only being two games, maybe I do half the show for PGA and half the show for the AFC NFC Championship. But I guess you're going to have to tune in to see. So that'll do it. As always, thank you for listening and make sure that you remember. Stefan out there.